Hunter Biden defies a subpoena issued by House Republicans and does not appear before a private deposition. What did he say and why did he word it that way? House Republicans say, we'll see you later. They're taking the Christmas holiday break a day early while Joe Biden claims they're leaving in the midst of a crisis. If anybody knows about that, it's Joe Biden. Iowa has a state capital Satan problem and a Fairfax school board member swore their oath of office, not on a Bible, not on a Quran, not on a Torah, but on a book that idolizes and promotes gay sex. All of that today on the Palmetto Film Matter Show. And with that, we welcome you in. It is Friday, December 15th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is the fastest growing and strongest conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina, the Palmetto Family Matters Show. Mitch Prosser alongside me. I'm Justin Hall. Welcome in. A lot to get to. But first, a brief word from our newest sponsor of the program, I Believe SC. If you want to declare your faith across the Palmetto State as you drive our wonderful roadways, you can do that with the I Believe license plate placed prominently and largely Behind Mitchell, go to IBelievesc.net to learn more and secure your license plate today. <clears throat> Forgive me as I continue to call. He found a frog I in found, its throat. I found a frog and I found some congestion. So we're just having a, a jam up day. Glad to get this out of the way before Christmas. A lot to get to. Speaking of choking up, <clears throat> let's go to Hunter Biden. Hunter decided... <clears throat> To go on the attack. Now, White House, or excuse me, the House has issued the subpoena. Mm -hmm. He defied that subpoena. Mm -hmm. uh, that's illegal. Could be held in contempt. Could be held in contempt. We'll see. Um, He did choose to go mm -hmm. to the Capitol and actually hold a press conference. And if, you close, if you close your eyes, it kind of sounded like a young Joe Biden from like 1912. It... Was he plagiarizing or quoting? With well, that would have been that would have been a legitimate, uh, a legitimate. That's 1980s Joe Biden. Correct. Okay. That's try to get a degree, Joe Biden. Right. Okay. Now Hunter, Hunter did this in order to defy the subpoena. Apparently, the White House knew about this. Whether Joe Biden and the White House staff helped craft the comments, we are we are not sure, and we will not make that assumption or accusation. At this juncture, however, I find it interesting. How old is Hunter Biden? I should have looked that up during show prep. Hunter Biden. 52. Is 52 years no, old? No, I made it up. I'm guessing. It could be. You could I'm be guess, right. I'm guessing. Hunter Biden is 53. Ah. Good job. You ding, ding, ding. One over. You, no, you, you no, no. I, I, Price is right. I oh, win. you're good. You're I, under. That's under. good. That's good. Bob Barker brings you up and plays. The age is right. So – Hunter Biden is 53 years old, and he is sounding like a petulant child. But the framing here is important because he says that my father was never financially involved in my business dealings. And not, not as an attorney. Not as, not, as a, not as a practicing lawyer. Just, not at Burisma. Not with my private dealings with a Chinese businessman. Which I'm like, wait, spy, wait, spy, wait. spy. So remember, Chief spy of the Chinese. We've talked about this before. Remember when we were told on the campaign trail that those times where Joe wasn't in the basement? I, listen, Jack, listen here, fat. I've never been in business with my son. 
So I've never been in business with my son. Then it was Joe Biden never knowingly discussed business with his son. Then it was he's never received any payments from the business with his son. Well, now we know that's not true. Yeah. And then Hunter says he's never been financially involved. Well, wait, what does that mean? So has he been involved in other ways? Because if he hasn't been involved at all, you could just say the big man, Papa Joe, has never been involved in any of my business dealings. Disregard the text message I sent to my daughter saying that, you know, I pay for everything for Pop. Pop's never made any money outside of me. Yep. You know, Pop takes 50% from me, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes and does things with drugs and paints pictures. Oh, and he's never had any dealings, especially as an artist. Right. No one's ever dealt with Hunter's. Now, Hunter does that. And on the same day, House Republicans voted to formalize their impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. This is an important step. The impeachment power resides solely with the House of Representatives. If a majority of the House now says we're in an official impeachment inquiry, that carries weight. That's going to help us get these witnesses in. Now, I'm I'm just going to say it, okay? Actually, Democrat Representative Jasmine Crockett says it for me. I don't know why they're pushing her so much. But here's what she said yesterday. The only thing that the Biden impeachment inquiry reveals is that, quote, a president loves his son. She went on to say that Republicans on the House Oversight Committee, of which she is also a member, are domestic enemies. And that when I took my oath to to fight enemies, both foreign and domestic, I feel like I'm dealing with domestic enemies every day in this House Oversight Committee. Listen, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I'm sorry. We spent two different impeachments on President Trump over nothing. And I mean that with all due respect. Nothing. And I don't wear a red hat. Nothing. Yeah. And you tell us, well, collusion with Russia and steel dossier and all of that turned out to not be true. Yep. All of it. But yet you're going to stand up here and sanctimoniously tell me that there's no evidence. There's no evidence, Mitch. None. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says they can't produce a single witness. They they said they've had thousands of pages, hundreds of thousands of pages, hundreds of hours worth of test or uh, research. They've got and there's no there's no evidence whatsoever. None. Um, mm, Ouch. Uh don't know what to say about that because there's a lot and i'm not one of these and i'll throw a name out there i'm not one of these sean hannity types who continues to beat the drum over and over again it sure looks like collusion to me it sure look the russian i'm sorry the uh the biden crime syndicate family but i'm not gonna beat that drum all day sean if you ever watch the show i'd love to come on and talk with you it'd be great we'd have fun um not gonna he he won't he won't do that um but i'm not one of those guys that's gonna beat that drum however there's a lot on the surface that, I mean, has has your wife ever walked up to you, uh, you know, uh, and handed you a bag of uh, lunch meat or uh, a carton of milk and says, hey, can you smell this? Yeah. Not much lunch meat right now, but yeah. 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 Milk just the other day. Yeah. Actually. And it's like, does this? Like, if, you get or, if you get organic, it has a much longer shelf life. 
Ain't none of this passed the smell test, as my granddaddy would say. It's true. None of it passes the smell test. To that same point, you have children. Yeah, kind of. of. Whenever you have, let's say you have a pack of Oreos, double stuff. Our dog ate the Oreos yesterday. I'm not kidding. That's not good. No. That's not good. And they weren't good. Yeah, he's all right. Uh, He ate, when I say the entire pack. You mean the entire pack? Not not the. They were on the counter. He got one up on our, the counter? And they were JoJo's from Trader Joe's. Uh, they were not like or, Oreos. Not Oreos. My, yeah. One of my kids loves Your JoJo's. Your dog is bougie. <laughs> yeah. And so is my son. <laughs> Fair They're enough. going back. Uh, <laughs> not an advertisement for that hippie uh, grocery store. Um, they wear their pronouns on their name tag. Yeah, whatever. Um, ate the whole. He ate the, he ate the whole. I mean, not so just the cookies. Let's just say that your, your spouse or you with your children, yeah. and maybe in regards to you as well, yeah, maybe. like track that Oreo package. Name brand Oreos, yep. double stuff, yep. milk's favorite cookie. Yes. And over the course of time, the Oreos become fewer and fewer inside the package. And then one day, you or your wife kind of family meeting. Uh-oh. You bring the kids in and you say, hey, Who? hey, you know, this package started out full. Mommy hasn't had any. Daddy hasn't had any. Have you guys had any? And you see your middle son. I'm going to use your yeah, middle it, son. He's the one. Wow, <laughs> we're just, nailed we're, it. Uh, your, middle, your middle son says, it wasn't me. And he's got. But he's got the crumbs, crumbs around his mouth. And, and, his the, and the crumbs are underneath the nails. Yeah, oh, he doesn't good. have to clean the nails, yeah. you know. And you say, are you sure? And he says, I've never dealt with any Oreos a day in my life. I've never eaten them. Well, son, didn't you just say you didn't have anything to do with them? No, I I just never ate them, son. Come on. No, I really didn't. Maybe. What if if my wife asks him, and I walk by, and he's like, hey, big guy, (laughs) and I've got crumbs on my mouth. That would mean you have both been involved in the Oreo eating. You are both responsible for the lack of Oreos that now. What if I only came and talked to him about eating Oreos while the bag was open? Yes, influencing them him to then eat the Oreos, perhaps. Mm, Interesting. So the House Republicans are set to launch this impeachment inquiry. Here's what Joe Biden had to say about it. Instead of doing anything to help Americans' lives better, to help make Americans' lives better, they're focused on attacking me. Lies. Instead of doing their job on the urgent work that needs to be done, they're choosing to waste time on a baseless political stunt that even Republicans in Congress admit not supported by facts. Um, this is probably going to end up in an impeachment in the House. Yes, yes. And Which we'll go to the Senate? They won't take it up. No. And we move on. Yeah. Because impeachment means nothing anymore. Not my fault. It's going to be a political weapon. That will be wielded for every administration from here until the Lord comes back or until America crumbles. We'll see which one comes first. Yep. That's just the way it is. By the way, the House has headed home. They're done. They're going home for Christmas. So this is not going to be taken up until the New first year. year. Correct. Some 19 Republicans tanked a procedural vote Wednesday morning. That vote, referred to as a rule vote, traditionally passed along party lines uh, for a uh, – to support or opposition of a bill's rule. Most of them are heading home. There are a few people who are still on the Hill. I saw a picture, a still of uh, of a representative with a Mariah Carey cutout beside him talking about something. All I, I want know. for Christmas is a is, new budget. Is appropriations. Pro- um, uh, pork. 
separate appropriation for bills. So that that's oh, happening. Maybe. Um, here's the thing. Joe Biden then says that Republicans are leaving are leaving town in the middle of a crisis with no more funding for Ukraine, no more funding for Israel, and no funding for the border. Wait, I thought you said adding funding for the border was wrong. I thought you said that was evil, that they're Putin stooges. Which one is it, Joe? By the way, no one knows about leaving during a crisis more than Joe Biden. Remember when he was biking during the Maui wildfires? He crashed his bike? No, that was before that. Oh, my bad. He didn't crash his bike that time. The point is we have a deep divide in the country. There's no doubt about it. And what we're seeing is a House impeachment inquiry that is going to probably end up with impeachment charges filed by the end of January, beginning of February. A White House that will continue to beat the drum that it's baseless. Will we ever see anything come of the accusations against Hunter Biden? Probably not. I don't know if he'll ever appear. He says he will only appear in a public manner. We'll see if that's the case. He's, by the way, anyone who has been on Twitter for any length of time can recognize Hunter Biden. <laughs> in what she called an honest mistake, why are you laughing? Boston's mayor apologized this week. Mayor Michelle Wu, daughter of Taiwanese immigrants and the city's first Asian-American governor, said that there was a mistake when her aide, Denise Dos Santos, hey, oncoming bus, sent an email to all officials instead of a select few. What did the email say? No, no, not What did the email say? Honorable members, on behalf of Mayor Michelle Wu, I cordially invite you and a guest to the electeds of color holiday party. What does that mean? That uh, colored people. Ouch. Remember when, you know, you know, it's interesting. I remember that actually being used by Democrats back in like the 50s for coloreds only and whites only. Well, yeah. Well, no one says the – yeah. The event for electeds of color reportedly took place Wednesday at the Parkman House. <laughs> Is that the governor's mansion or the mayor's mansion or something? Uh, the mayor explained the error in a statement, quote, I think we've all been in a position at one point where an email went out and there was a mistake in the recipient. Yeah. It was a custom for di- – she says it's a custom for diverse members of council to take turns hosting the party, which has taken place for years. This sounds like a bad episode of a – TV shows. Holiday gatherings for all elected officials are also planned, Wu said, adding she looks forward to celebrating with everyone at the holiday parties that we have besides it. What holiday? Mm. What holiday are you celebrating? In the words of Smokey Robinson, is it Chinooka? <laughs> what holiday are you celebrating with your Christmas tree? What holiday winter, is that? Winter, <laughs> winter solstice? Festivus? The move sparked reported disappointment. Outgoing, outgoing counselor Frank Baker, who is white, called the mayor's exclusion, quote, unfortunate and divisive. Oh but he was not insulted. To offend me, you're going to have to do much more than not invite me to a party. <laughs> um, Considering – never mind. Stop. Here's the thing. He's probably been uninvited to a lot of parties. Probably so. That's not the only problem happening in a state across our union. Dun, dun, dun. There's a controversy in Iowa after a group, the Republican after caucus? A group after a group that calls itself the Satanic Temple of Iowa oh, with state no. permission placed not a statue, a small altar 
Dude. on the first floor of the Iowa State Capitol. Oh. It displays what are described online as the seven fundamental tenets of Satanism. Find out what Bob Vanderplot thinks Including the statement that, quote, the freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. Greg Baker, Church Ambassador Network. We ought to have him on talk about that. Completing the display are the temple seal, electric candles. You can't even light them. And a cape figure representing the pagan idol Baphomet. Oh my goodness. Holding a ribbon bedecked pentacle, pentangle, and topped with a gilded ram's head. Iowa State Rep Brad Sherman called it a disgusting display. Uh, he further proposed additional legislation to clear the way for displaying the Ten Commandments in all state buildings and in Iowa public schools. Lucian Greaves, spokesman and co-founder of the Satanic Temple. Co-founding with who? Lucian? Lucian. Lucian. Sounds an awful, like... <clears throat> People assume that we're there to insult Christians, purpose. and we're not. And I would hope that even people who disagree with the symbolism behind our values, whether they know what those values are or not, would at least appreciate that it's certainly a greater evil to allow the government to pick and choose between forms of religious expression. Goodness, I'm just pulling up the picture now. This is wild. What I want to see what that – what does the sign say? I don't know. Let's see if I can – there we go. So this week – they will be installing a nativity scene inside the state capitol. You think? We were in our state capitol yesterday, two days ago. And you know what? I am I would be I would be outraged if I walked into our Capitol building yeah. and saw this. This this is, by the way, I, I'm gonna make this statement abundantly clear. And this is my own feelings and not those of Mitch. He can agree or disagree. Free speech is not absolute. Sorry, it's not. And the reason I disagree with this is because, and I'm not, and I should say that I'm not a free speech absolutist. I know people say you should be against cancel culture, but I believe this. Does it need to be in public space? Justin, and I'm going to take a guess here as I'm looking at this picture. I yep. bet the way that they, the it's framed, I'm going to bet that there are other displays in the state in their state house. Yeah, because there's another the sign that's inside this one is also next to one that's just out of the frame of yeah. the picture. So there's others. That's no excuse for having Baphomet and Satan worship during <clears throat> Christmas, Christmas. In the state house of a state capital. So it's in Iowa. It's not in South Carolina. I get that. However, it's in Iowa. <laughs> however, is this heaven? No, apparently not. There are significant forces at play here. It's going to be a test of the First Amendment. The IRS gave religious exemption rights to the Satanic Temple in 2019. Interesting timestamp there. What comes of this, I don't know, but there's got to be some level of understanding of what exactly this promotes, what exactly this does. We loosen. I found it. We loosen the framework. This man, uh, according to the um, 
oh, don't pay all me now. The Iowa, the Des Moines, is this the Gazette? Um, he is praying by praying and saying Bible verses in front of these, but it's next to the Iowa atheists and free thinkers display. Oh, so there are two of them. There's so, one yeah, the atheist, atheist, the other one's the Satanist. Strange bedfellows. About the same. Um, well, one worships something, the other worships the, themselves. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So well, we're going to have fun with this itself. one. Fairfax board member. Now, a, a Fairfax school board member, Carl Frisch, takes his oath for a second term. It's interesting because he took his oath. We usually swear in on Bibles. Yeah. We usually, um, if you're not a Christian, you might uh, swear in on a Quran if you're a Muslim or um, maybe a, a Jewish text. However, Frisch was sworn in on a stack of five LGBTQ-themed books. Do you have the titles of these books? Let's see here. Let's see if we can find so, them. So what this is, though, is a thumb in the eye or a, 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 a is one of my kids would say, a booger flick at the Moms for Liberty and conservatives, conservative groups well, I'm sure. who have challenged their authority as school board members in Northern Virginia. Well, we do know that one of the books was Flamer. Uh, of course. So it's all the band. Um, if you if you're only listening, I'm using air quotes here. It's all the banned books. It's it. That's exactly what it is. Uh, By the way, they're not banned. You they're can not. go buy them. They're they're not allowed as e exclusive content for minors in the public libraries because we don't let kids play with loaded guns, bottles of alcohol, hot burning stoves. We would call all of those things child abuse. I can tell you that it was Flamer. Gender oh, queer, yeah, oh, yeah. Evision of a lawn boy, and I can't see the other books. Yeah. But it's it's those books. That's exactly what it is. Ha ha ha! Jokes on all of you conservatives. You use your Bible to swear an oath of office. I use all the books that you just don't like. Eh. Ha ha ha! And the goofy thing is, the five people in the room that thought it was a cute little joke, or a giant i'll i'll say it giant middle finger at conservatives it's like yep yeah, nope no nope. fairfield we Fair, see you for the petulant child that you are fairfax school board members were uh allowed to bring whatever books they wanted yep. and they were yep. not told specifically to bring a religious book nor were they provided one right. apparently only one or two members were sworn in on a bible while some weren't sworn in on any book at all one member kyle mcdaniel was sworn in on ya giazi's homegoing based on the Atlantic slave trade of Ghana and writes about slavery in the past or racism in the present time. Marcia St. John Cunning was sworn in on a stack of books. Uh, Rakshna Sizemore Heiser was sworn in on two books. We are not sure what those books were. Hey, just a heads up, if you're elected, and, and, and I'm unapologetically a Christian conservative American, in that order, Christian conservative American, if your elected official, the one that you just chose to represent you through a fair election, if you voted for that person and they swear in on a stack of five books that perpetuate that, 
or any uh, anything other than a Bible, yeah. you might want to pay attention. Well, we we you might want to pay attention. We take oaths on a Bible because it it it's it an absolute truth. It renounces that there is a higher power than yes. ourselves. That we are in submission. That we are placed in this spot in this role of leadership by a sovereign deity, the only deity. But when you get sworn in on books that idolize gay sex, mm. that leads me to believe that you are making a religious statement, that your wokeness is a religion, and that there's no higher authority in this world or the next except your most base desire. And that is apparently for this person, for him to have sexual relations with other men it, it, or promote or promote others to participate in weird sex stuff. Really? What it, mainly, mainly children because it's a school board. Really? Careful there. Really what it boils down to is they did that, which was right <clears throat> in their own eyes. And to that, I can only say heaven help us. There are, so many other things to that we could discuss today. Unfortunately, my voice is not going to hold up for them. But what I want you to do is I want you to go to palmettofamily.org. Make sure you click on our, uh, our email newsletter so you can sign up for that. Again, we are just a few short days away from the start of the legislative session. It will be here before you know it. Join us on January the 5th at 4 o'clock for our annual, third annual, Prayer at the State House event. That will take place at 4 o'clock ahead of – that will kick off Proudly Pro-Life Weekend, so we encourage you to be there for that. Again, we want to thank I Believe SC. If you want to get your I Believe license plate, you can do that. IBelievesc.net is where you can go, and we want to thank them for sponsoring the show today. And if you or your small business or your group would like to sponsor uh, the show in any way, shape, or form, email me, justin at palmettofamily.org. That's open for hate mail as well if you want to do so. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Give us a five-star rating and review. Click subscribe. It's free. Not charging anything. And enjoy your next 10 days of, you got a little less than 10 days. You're looking at about eight days left of shopping. So get that in. Get that done before we get ever closer because I promise you, you're going to blink and it's going to be like Saturday, December 23rd, and you're not going to know what to do. For Kevin Cayello and Mitch Prosser, I'm Justin Hall. Thank you so much for watching and listening today. Have a great weekend. And God bless.